going, Yamitators, episode 292 of You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Cope. I'm currently laying down. I'll probably sit up and start moving a little bit while I record this, but I'm fucking tired. Physically exhausted from in the past two days walking 24 miles round trip. Which was very, very, very stupid. And some people are like, oh yeah, you got exercise, but the thing that you don't know is that when you have Lyme disease, your muscles take fuck ton of a lot longer to recover and when they recover they're not actually recovered it's just back to poor back to poor condition which is what they were in when I started walking two days ago and then on my walk back I was like oh fuck this is tough like hitting hitting an incline that was like 20% I'm like fuck hitting an incline that was 30% because by yesterday I'm recording this on Friday the day that you may hear this if you hear it when it comes out but by yesterday on my walk back I was walking real wobbly and real slowly because my legs were fucking shot and that was my choice to get my EBT card, a.k.a. food stamps, so now I can buy food for myself. One thing I learned is it doesn't cover hot food, which is insane to me because, well, hot food promotes good digestion. If you're just eating cold food all the time, then it's going to have a harder time going down because the heat kind of opens up uh, your esophagus and opens up your intestines and just kind of wakes them up a little bit to be like, oh, what's what's this coming through? It also makes it a little easier to digest because the inside of your body is already warm and hot food coming down or warm food coming down more of a equilibrium. If you eat cold food, your body's like, okay, I know you want to digest this. It's just going to take a little longer. And when you have Lyme disease, it takes longer. So I can't imagine how many people have an issue with this rule. <sighs> There's stuff that I could buy, like, um, meals to go in the microwave, or meals to put in the toaster oven, or etc., etc. But I thought it was weird when I went to 7-Eleven with my newfound confidence and my newfound EBT card, and I got a refill of Mountain Dew, and, um, 
two slices of pizza because the guy was like, oh, they're, they're 50 cents a piece in the app. And I was like, does it work if I just put my phone number in? Yep. And the EBT covered my Mountain Dew refill but did not cover two slices of pizza. And somehow I ended up paying 168 I think maybe he meant 50 cents off. Anyway, it didn't work the way they said, and I'm like, 168, what the fuck? Lucky I still have like eight bucks left on my debit card. Until my phone bill and um, insurance go through again this month, which will happen in about 20 days. Um, what else? I was about to get a free RV off of Craigslist. Delivered here and everything. The only caveat was that it wasn't running. And I asked my uncle, hey, is this cool? And he was like, yeah. And then at one point he was like, I don't want that thing from me. And I'm like, cool, but I called about it. I'm talking to the person about it. And this could help me have a place to live. And then he was like, okay, well, we got to clear some space. So we cleared some space. And that took a while and took some effort and a lot of uh, quality time and conversation and well everything was moved out of the way and ready to go and then the night before um, the night before I was supposed to or we were supposed to go check out the RV because he was like I want to come I want to see it and then it was going to get delivered for free from a couple cities over. Um, he like drank through the night into the morning. And then when I woke him up at like 12 to be like, hey, uh, we still doing this thing? And he was like, call him, ask him if you can do it tomorrow. And I had already had a call with the guy and texting back and forth. This guy is like, you just don't have the will to do it. And I'm like, motherfucker, don't tell me about will. It's been the only thing keeping me alive. Through this Lyme disease fucking debacle and through being homeless. And, and so then my uncle's choice was to get drunk again and then argue with me again of how he can't support me and how I should have been healed from the Lyme disease already. Just a bunch of hurtful things that um, weren't pertinent to the conversation. If, if that RV would have been in the backyard on Tuesday, I would have been working on it, maybe sleeping in it. And just trying to find ways to put up videos to the GoFundMe 
and be like, look, you didn't think I was going to get this RV, but here it is. Help me fix it up. And then maybe people would have donated more money or seen that, seen that, yeah, he's doing the work. Let's fucking help him out. But instead, arguments against, oh, and a big thing was that I'm delusional. You're delusional, man. I can't support you. You can't just put that thing in my backyard. How long is it even going to be there? Just, you know, shit where I'm like, motherfucker. Not to him, but to the situation. You, you, The night before, it was agreed upon that we were going to go check this thing out. What the fuck happened? (sighs) And I agree. He shouldn't provide for me he doesn't he can't support me and I didn't ever ask for that I just wanted a spot for that RV while it was fixed up which on the on from the outside seems like I would have been way more out of his hair than before <coughs> but the bridge is burned with that particular RV and because I had to just tell him like look I can't not only can I not make it out to check out that RV but I can't afford BART to get out there and back and what good would it have done if I would have taken BART by myself and then he's still like you can't park it here when would you get it out of here What was I going to do? Show up with the RV and be like, Hey, sorry, you said I could keep it in the backyard. No go backseas. So now I'm trying to go backseas. See? To LA. Because I fucking hate... Uh, all the emotional abuse I've gone through while being here. You're delusional, man. I'm like, fuck you, dude. It's like, you don't... You should have been healed by this Lyme disease by now. And I had to be like, you don't know shit about Lyme disease. Because he doesn't. And a lot of people don't. I think I said this before but it's kind of like magic mushrooms where you can have it described to you all you want but until you've experienced it you don't fucking know shit about Lyme disease someone trying to call from an unknown number never gonna answer an unknown number ever again Till maybe my debts are paid off. Because fuck that to answering an unknown number. If you don't have it, then they could tell you that you owe money. Or it's a personal thing and they can't give you a message about it. I'm still laying down. 
recording this is waking me up a little bit. And then I gotta post it. And then I'll officially start my day. I think I just knocked something loose, which is good. place yesterday <laughs> I took many rests I just would find some shade and maybe something to sit on and then just rest for like 10 minutes 20 minutes the walk home, the uh, home, fucking, the walk back to this house where I am currently being allowed to stay was the most harrowing. And it was just walking. So that's Lyme disease for you. Being afraid to walk medium to long distances. Six miles, though, one way. That was really, really fucking stupid of me. But I didn't have a choice, because... Didn't know a ride, because... You know... Um... But yeah, an after effect of 24 miles in... Two fucking days was... Yesterday, around 8 p.m., a little bit after I got back, I laid down, and then I was like, oh no. Oh no, I took a, I took a shower first. That was actually kind of nice. Because I, I also had all these blue markings all over my legs. And they're gone now. Because they were there from... Sweating through my, not through my jeans, but sweating so much while I was wearing jeans and walking with them. I think I might have a couple bruises that are actually real on my, um, you know, your Achilles heel will just draw, draw with an imaginary pencil from the Achilles tendon to the front of the foot, whatever that part is called. It, like, bends a lot. It was probably bumping into my shoe a lot. I might have bruises on those parts of my feet. Yay! Um, I wrote a song two days ago. It's called Walk on the Uphills, and it's a piano song, and it's pretty simple um, in, in how much I play anyway. I just pretty much play the melody while I sing along to it, and I put it up on Bandcamp at reallygladyoucame.bandcamp.com. 
and um, that song was inspired by the one of the last description lines for the previous song, which I wrote and put up on YouTube.com slash Doug Culp about my uh, first day's journey and how my legs probably wouldn't last if I had to walk that distance again. And foolishly, I put a link to that song up to my GoFundMe thinking maybe people will see this and donate so that I could uh, have have a ride to and from the EBT place. Because whatever's in there right now in the GoFundMe, I'm kind of saving for maybe a last-ditch effort for when maybe I'll have a... Maybe I'll get enough to buy a used one off of Craigslist, used RV, and then get me the fuck out of here. Because this has been a very tumultuous time for both of us. It's like, I think he offered to house me up here just to be like, I'll see, I'll see if I can do it, I'll see what happens. And then five days in, he's like, this isn't working out, man. I'm like, well, what? (laughs) He's like, yeah, you came up here with $12 to your name, I can't support you. And then it just started to snowball from there. And Somehow we still get along, but I think each day I'm here, he's just silently resenting the fact that I'm still here. And then his way of passively saying, get the fuck back to L.A. is, you gotta be with your people, man. And I'm like, no fucking shit. I was kicked out of L.A. in three days. I had to get all my shit together and get the fuck out of that toxic place where I was living. Sleeping in the living room. Spending a lot of time in the driveway, in my car, just hanging out away from... away from most everyone and all the noise and constant, constant noise. Sleeping in my car was more therapeutic than sleeping on that couch. Because at least I had the car cover and a uh, modicum of privacy. But being in the living room, sitting on the couch, doing whatever I was doing, be on my laptop, be on Twitter... Everyone in that house was like, what is he doing here? And I'm like, I'm I'm trying to get my feet back on the ground. And then there was the mid-month quote-unquote notice that I was given. 
Man, fuck that place. Some of the people in that place were great. But the intentions behind bringing someone into your home when you're offering them a place to stay, a place to crash, and then day one asking when I can have rent money. It's really fucked up. been a lot not being able to support myself. Because I've been able to in the past. I've had three different jobs where at each of those jobs I was like, wow, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. I'm going to be able to do this. I'm going to be able to keep working, pay off my debts, pay off people I owe, and have a little extra money. And then, rug gets pulled out from under you, and everything's fucked, and you just have to fucking deal with that. And a big thing I've been able to blame on my not being able to find work is Lyme disease. And, hey, guess what? Remember the thing about shrooms where I said, if you haven't had them, it's kind of like if you haven't had Lyme disease and you don't know fucking shit about it? Well... That, that um, plays into the, any, any compassion angle. Because damn, I like escaped up to here. And barely made it. And found a ride on Craigslist who was like, yeah, I'll help you. And then when they got, and then when they got there to help me, they were like, I feel like I'm being taken advantage of. And I'm like, What? Not only am I going to pay for the amount of gas you asked for, which brings me way, way down from money that was donated to me to get a tow or a trailer or U-Haul or something. But I explained on the phone and explained in the Craigslist shit. But then once we got up here, like, all was good. And it was like, man, so glad you made it. And I'm like, yeah, me too. And we unloaded the piano and unloaded my records and unloaded some art, and some framed art. And then, like, a few days later, my car dies on the way to turning in an application at a dispensary where I was also going to do their open mic. And then, like, a fuse blew in my uncle's brain, I think, and he was like, I'm going to have to support this kid. I'm going to have to pay money. I'm going to have to pay so much extra in utility. I'm going to have to... Like, all the... All the worries that are valid... If if I'm not a piece of shit, no. If I yeah, 
if I'm not a piece of shit and would just leave here anyway without an answer. Anyway, this has been a fucking rough couple weeks and I'm, uh, I'm looking forward to leaving as soon as I'm able to. I think he is very, very much looking forward to that, too. I think he's wanted the company, but... His his money woes are such that he's like, I can't take on an extra person as a responsibility for money. And I get that. For that, I'll leave as fucking soon as I have a way out of here. Twenty-five minutes, huh? Let's see if I can end it on a more positive note. Um go to gofundme.com slash heels H E A L S Doug, D-O-U-G-N-I-N-N. And you can help me get a tiny home mobile studio up and running off the ground, off, off the ground, up and running and get me out of here. Because I hate being an inconvenience to people and I hate being kicked out of places and... Well, it's happened more than a few times now. I can literally say that because this will be time number five. Um, really glad you came to bandcamp.com. Go to dougathan.deviantart.com. Go to dougathan.threadless.com. Go to mockboymedia.wordpress.com. Go to youtube.com slash dougculp. Go to twitch.tv slash dougathan. Go to instagram.com slash dougathan slash yamatat slash dougsnugs. Go to twitter.com slash dougsnugs. <sighs> this has been You and Me and Thoughts and Talk with Doug Culp. And... Somebody save me. Smallville. Remember Smallville? All right, waiter. <laughs>